Welcome to the world of tomorrow. This is Back to the Futurama, your podcast voyage through one of the greatest TV shows Fox ever canceled. I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. And today we're talking about, well, the entire first part of this series. We got to the end of the Fox run. Oh, yeah. What are we going to start saying next week? Because right now it's one of the greatest TV shows Fox ever canceled. Well, it'll still be because then next week we'll start uh, segueing directly into the movies, which are not on any television network. Well, they did end up getting cut. Anyway, I think I'm getting ahead of myself. But then like when we hit the Comedy Central era, do we change that up? Do we have to start saying one of the greatest TV shows Fox and also Comedy Central ever canceled? See, these are the hard questions we have not grappled with as of yet. Your podcast voyage through the middle of that good Venn diagram of Fox, of shows both canceled by Fox and Comedy Central. I feel like that flows off the tongue very easily. It's going to be great. I say let's do. No, today we're talking about the uh, the original run. We we made it. We finished. Um, we have now talked about every single episode that uh, that aired on Fox in its original run before it was untimely canceled. Some people said you couldn't possibly get through all of them. Some people said, "What? Why are you doing this thing?" Some yeah. Some people said you shouldn't be doing all of these. Some people listened for a bit and then said, "No, this isn't for me." That was that was my wife. That was. Let's be honest. <laughs> it's true. Um, she's the only one. Everyone else has been in and then hooked, <laughs> in and hooked. But my wife, my wife has been on an episode. I don't think she's listened to that episode. <laughs> I mean, it was about a sad. That's true. Sad event. Yeah, and people uh, got got some of the the feels listening to it, just just bringing it back to the front of their minds. It's in, it, it's yeah. I don't blame them. It's still happening too. Like somebody <laughs> tweeted at us the other day, like, "Well, I made the mistake of listening to the Jurassic Park episode at work. Didn't think the podcast episode about the episode was going to make me cry." Um, I mean, we were up front. We can only do so much. We're sorry. We're only here to report. <laughs> this is journalism 101. <laughs> We're here to report the facts. Fact one Mike was a jerk. <laughs> Let's not relitigate this again. Okay, so, but no, in all seriousness, <laughs> I mean, what, what specifically, like, like, what do we want to talk about uh, as far as the, the original run? You know, I, I don't really know. Uh, I just know this. Uh, this is the section of the show that, you know, made me fall in love with the show. You know? Absolutely. Um, even though on Fox it was moved time slots and all sorts of things, and it wasn't really supported as well as it probably should have been, considering it's a Matt Groening joint, and Matt Groening has basically held Fox comedy up until Seth MacFarlane came and took that mantle. Um, Matt Groening is the duct tape that was holding together the Fox channel. Yes. Um, and and then got, you know, I fell in love with it, but I could only watch it every so often because I never had a, con- it never had a consistent time. And I, sometimes football would get in the way. And plus I was watching the football anyway. Um, so it, I didn't really like, I, I, I obviously fell in love with it, but then it came on uh, Cartoon Network's Adult Swim. Um, and then it was on every night at, you know, right after Family Guy. And I liked Futurama more than Family Guy. As you could probably tell based uh-huh. on the fact that we have a Futurama podcast and not a Family Guy one. But, you know, like it wasn't the the, the stuff that's in our 
podcast future is not what made me fell, fall in love with the show. In fact, I was in love when it was coming back, and that really excited me. Um, and we'll determine whether or not that excitement was <laughs> was, uh, was a good thing. Mixed feel. Spoiler alert. Ooh. Mixed feelings. <laughs> um, yeah. No. I mean, I. So I. I mean, I think I we I think we covered this in like the very original first episode we did. It was that oh, was a long listen, time ago. But no one should listen to that. It was so rough. <laughs> it was so much rough. It was so much more rough than than what we do now. And what we do now is still pretty rough. It sounds good though. It sounds it sounds way better. <laughs> while what we say probably has gotten dumber. Yes, as time goes it, on. It, I mean, it, it's more the spectrum, rants right? about. William Shatner's short-lived comedy, Bleep My Dad Says, in the later part of this podcast. More discussion of about 3D techniques at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember that when we were like, <laughs> oh, yeah, like, they were really doing this cool 3D stuff. Like, we were trying to get into the 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 stuff. Yeah. That, and like, then, the actual things about this episode. This, like, uh, possibly even series. offering critiques. Uh-huh. And then we just decided to do dumb jokes. Now we do dumb jokes for 30 minutes. Realize we, ha- we have to talk about Futurama for 10. And then we do grades. And that's great. I'm, we appreciate you all <laughs> listening to this podcast. Thank you for being with us on this uh, journey. Uh, good or bad or bogus or whatever journey it is. It's a voyage. We oh, say I'm... that at the beginning of every oh, episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they're synonyms, right? Journey, voyage. But no, I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure, you know, I, I talked about this whole thing at the it, at the outset on our very first episode but like you know i i would like i loved the simpsons it was easily my favorite show when i was when i was a kid sure and so pretty much the way to get me to watch anything is put it on immediately after the simpsons which they did for a while um and um you know and of course it's matt graining and it has robots and it has nerd jokes and sure. most of which i didn't even understand at the time but because now it's you like, do. let's make jokes about Klein bottles and quantum physics and, you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But And some uh, some of the quantum physics things, I still don't understand. I'm a computer scientist, not a physicist. You know, so I I, I loved it back then. You know, I'd, I'd watch it. I'd make all the jokes with my friends. And then, you know, clearly, like, I, I don't want to sound hipster about it. Ooh. But I was getting the DVDs and stuff before, like it really had its its revival on Adult Swim, or mm-hmm. maybe about that same time. I think I also got them about that same time too. And then from there, it's you know, it like I, I had my friend who we do that quote game back and forth, and she made me the the Angry Dome hat, mm-hmm. and like you know, it became a thing. Sure. And all that love came from the the original series. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's when it was best. I, I don't. I don't think there's many people who'd even. And I could be wrong. I was way off base about hashtag <laughs> Team Leela. <laughs> That's going to be the thing that haunts me forever. But especially since Aaron is totally hashtag Team Leela and reminds me about mm. that as often as she possibly can. Hi, Aaron. I, I think that most people would probably agree that sort of that original run was the best. And, um, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting going forward on this because, um, you know, again, spoiler alert, but mixed feelings, uh, a few missteps along the way, 
Um, I, I for one, will, will say that I, I don't even know enough to say that it there's mixed episodes going forward. I don't, I don't have as much familiarity with the episodes coming up that I than I did the original run, just because I watched the original run on Adult Swim all the time. I watched right most of the original run already, so uh, I'm interested to just kind of dive back in and you know find out what they really are, like not just what I remember them being, which is kind of what we did here, but I don't have that base level of, oh, I remember this episode. Oh, I didn't like it as much as I remember it, remember liking it or whatever. Right. So, so I don't even have that. So it's like I get to go in with a, a little bit of fresh eyes, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, no, it's it's going to be it's going to be weird because like these Futurama is the thing that I would put on when I needed to just like I, I didn't sleep well, so I'm just gonna take a quick power nap. Because I have seen Futurama so many times that at least before I started a podcast about it, <laughs> I didn't have to pay the remotest bit of attention to it sure. because I knew it so well. Absolutely. Um, the number of times I accidentally fell asleep on my couch watching Futurama, uh, and then I'd wake up like a couple episodes later and just be like, ah, you know, it was a, a great Refresh- nap. Refreshing nap complete. Can't do that with the with the later ones because so uh, I've seen, I think, um, not the next season, which is the movies, but the when it came back on Comedy Central. Yeah. Um, I've seen that first season, um, I think maybe three times. Okay. Later on, I, there are episodes I've only seen one time. So it's going to be... It's going to be interesting. Sure. And, um, and I, I think uh, I got really busy in college during uh, that time. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but so I was I was in college, and I don't think I caught all of them. I think there are ones that I have not seen at all, which I'm very interested interesting. in. Interesting. Which means that some of these notes are going to be long notes. I might end up watching them twice just to get the understanding of the episode and then notes yeah i mean it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a whole different experience yeah. uh, in the next couple seasons for sure so but enough about what we are going to be doing let's talk about <laughs> what act- we're going to be doing right now well i was gonna say let's talk about what we've done i mean we've That's been true. we've been at this now for like 70 something episodes way more than i ever thought people would want to listen to it's, but it's we're here pretty fantastic and we it's appreciate amazing each and every one of you listening to this right now. So, highlights from the first four seasons. Uh, of the podcast or the, the television I mean, I was, show? I was thinking of, of the television show, but if you want to have, if you want to do highlights of the podcast, I'm into that okay. too. Okay, Saul is my favorite <laughs> thing uh, we've, we've done in the podcast. Um, I, I put that bit into an actual uh, video cover letter. Do you want to describe that a little bit more? Um, Who you submitted it to or what was it for? No, because that's just <laughs> that's just rehashing my failures. But that's I was I was gonna I was applying for a job as a, 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 a video production guy. I don't remember what the official job title was, but it had some it, it was a lot of behind the scenes stuff, but it was also a little bit of like, you know, on camera um you know they they wanted some like yes and sort of experience so i was like oh yeah i can do that and i i definitely put 
<laughs> I definitely put the moment where I talked about our battle bot with saws for hands and saws for saws for feet named Saul in an actual cover letter. I'm I'm just ex- excited that I got to be part of it too. So no, Saul Saul was a pretty good one. Yeah. Uh as for Futurama itself, like I I I remember I'm I'm kind of uh I, I I the the highs are the same highs that they always have been. You know, Jurassic Bark is great. Devil's Hands are idle pl- playthings. Um some of the great episodes stand up. There are some episodes that I found I was kind of surprised didn't um, there are definitely things that I looked at with today's eyes that I did. I looked with teenage eyes before and didn't realize were problematic or not funny at all. Um, but I think over, uh, I mean, if we're looking at the entire run of the original run, most of it stands stands true. It doesn't, it never lost any of the, the enjoyment to me. I mean, I, I think that's fair. Um, I don't have a, a whole sheet of grades in right. front of me but um we gave i think only between the two of us um i think we've only given uh i think three grades that were less than a c and mm-hmm. um two of them were on the same episode right. so um there might have been a couple of like d pluses and i don't remember yeah but, i don't remember either but we did get uh dinged on that uh titanic one we sure did <laughs> not a popular opinion <laughs> um tweet at back to futurama uh no don't. i mean you've already done it let's just yeah. rehash the thing but you know i i think re-watching this with a more critical sort of eye to do this with the podcast I agree. There are definitely some episodes where I was like, oh, okay, actually sitting down and and thinking about it has changed my grade up Mm -hmm. or down. Um, And it's also it's also interesting to see sort of how my own personal tastes have changed, because like I said, in our 300 big boys episode, there was a time when I said that was easily 100 percent my favorite episode. Mm -hmm. No question about it. And now i'm like well you know it's really fun i still gave it an a plus but i'm like is it my favorite no um i my tastes have changed i'm in my early 30s and therefore i'm like give me some of that good sad stuff sure yeah i think the discussion about you know that we had at the end of the episode where we're talking about the funny zany stuff versus the character growth and sad drama ish stuff like you get in jurassic bark and things like that um i think i've since i'm not yet in my early 30s i haven't moved that and i think that's a personal thing about when it moves where your tastes move in general but i still find that zany stuff is probably more enjoyable to me than the dramatic but i i certainly understand I mean, where you're, you're coming you're from. a man who loves uh uhf above most other movies that is so. fair you know, I don't know that that's necessarily an age thing just as much as your sensibilities sort okay. of thing. Okay, I thought you were about to say maturity and then I was going to <laughs> be very, very cross at you. But then you said sensibilities and I, I can agree. I wasn't going to throw that much shade at you. Uh-huh. It, you did bring up the Jurassic Park I, monster and I will, thing. I will for all eternity. Okay, so that's the, that's the shade that you're going to throw in this episode. And then no more, no more. None past the, the monster for Jurassic Park. Thing. I can practically guarantee that. Ooh. So no, it's it's just been interesting kind of rewatching it and, yeah. and actually like digging deep into sort of being um, critical about it. 
Sure. It's been a very different experience than most of my other rewatches, especially because, like I said, for a very long time, it's just sort of been like, I need some background noise. I'm, you know, uh, writing some emails. I'm taking a nap, like whatever. I'm not really paying that close of attention now. Sure. Yeah. I'm working on this assignment, but Adult Swim is on and Futurama is on. Great. And I can just code away. I think for me, the biggest highlights are still the times when Futurama manages to to walk that ra- razor's edge between being really funny and also being not necessarily the really sad. I mean, I do think Jurassic Park is a very well-written episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably the shining light of what they can do. It it goes a little far. Sure. <laughs> but again, it's the um, one in the zeitgeist. But um, I... I do like when they walk that razor's edge where you get the episodes like um, uh, Time Keeps on Slipping. Yeah. Where it's like, it's sad, but it's sad on sort of a lot of different levels. Sure. It's not just, oh, hey, here's this sad thing. This character died. Um, You know, it's like, it's a lot of sort of personal sort of, you know, like Fry has, has seen that he can be happy with Leela and Leela can be happy with him. And she doesn't believe that because she assumes she was tricked into it. Sure. Like it's this, it's this really complex, it's this really complex sort of uh, sadness that I think they handle really well. And that is, that is my most, those are my most favorite moments of Futurama because it shows just a, a wealth of, intelligence in sure. the writing because you know we've a couple weeks ago we we had an episode that was basically all dick jokes and like it was funny <laughs> don't get me wrong it was not deep that's what she said so anyways <laughs> um yeah yeah no it was it was funny but like it it, it um it was you know it was just very surface level like here's some jokes all right see ya yeah. Um, so, and I honestly don't remember how much they do that in the later seasons. I think I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. If I mean, if I recall, they sort of they they pull it back a little bit because they're like, oh, we did this with Jurassic Park, and um, we broke people. I mean, it's this is actually a legitimate spoiler about the the first movie, but they do retcon Seymour's death a little bit. I do think that they kind of pulled it back a little bit after Jurassic Park. And I don't really remember any off the top of my head in the later seasons when I'm just like, Oh dang. Like that's. Well, I think, I think uh, again, I'm talking from a place of a little bit of ignorance about Futurama's later seasons. But for me, the ones that I have seen and do remember are very thinly veiled like satire of current day it definitely went into that where where like classic golden age whatever you want to call it futurama doesn't didn't do that if it did it did it in a very way that didn't make it it so blatant it did sometimes because because i i was of that same opinion too because so in the in the later seasons you get the episode of about the iphone you get the episode about um proposition infinity um yeah those are the ones that i was thinking of you get a second titanic reference for some reason when i don't understand <laughs> they just uh, are obsessed with that titanic movie 
but um, i'm sorry what was it the the 1997 hit james cameron film titanic yes they so they they do a lot of that and i was like oh they didn't they didn't ever do any of that and but then you get the episode with lucy Liu where they're talking about napster and it's fair it's not a direct like you're stealing songs from artists but it was still like let's get this napster joke in while we still can yeah i suppose you have a point but um no it'll be it'll be interesting to see yeah um and uh, as far as my own personal highlights of this podcast... Okay, let's go. That's a good question. Well, shirt pants situation is on there for me, even though I was kind of out of it when I said those things. I do I do honestly actually really love the Jurassic Park episode that we did. The amount of work we went into this this what hour long podcast was was because wonderful, and I and I appreciate the work you did on that. That's you should have gotten a podcast award for that, my friend. Oh, I should have, but no, it was, it was the, the the casties. Like I, I mean, it, part of that part of that is just my own personal achievement. I managed to uh, figure out how to play our theme song on the piano, and I I recorded my <laughs> first track in GarageBand. <laughs> With some like synth strings and all, like all of that was me. It was it yeah, was you, you, great. You kicked butt, my friend. Um, the fact that we had um, uh, Tema and Stacy on to, uh, I mean, admittedly, it was specifically to grill you. Yes. Oh, I remember that, my friend. But it was a very different energy of having four people in a room all around uh, this table. Yeah. Um, it was a very different energy. It was a ton of fun to record. It was it was actually a lot of fun to edit, even though it was a little bit more work. So that that was that was one of my favorite episodes that we did, even if it made people cry for two weeks. Yeah, I I'm I'm not thrilled with the amount of tweets that we got. That was like, <laughs> thanks you jerks, you made me cry. I mean, everybody knew this episode was going to come, but then again, we did like steer into it. So there was definitely that as one of my highlights. Yeah, I think um, you, I, again, like the amount of amount of work that you did was really, really good, and I, I, I do think you should be uh, yeah, lauded with some kind of uh, award. Mostly, I'm just surprised at how many tangents I go on about how I'm complaining about other TV shows, <laughs> like Everybody Loves Raymond, <laughs> The Big Bang Theory, Bleep My Dad Says. <laughs> Um, you do this. I think I threw some shade at Friends once. Uh-huh. Um, did we ever complain about Frasier or did we just pine about Frasier? Oh, I I'm feel not, like Frasier should come up in this one. I'm not going to complain about Frasier. I f- freaking love Frasier. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where we we were... Uh, so let's let's just uh, part the curtain a little bit because we were talking... We were trying. Some, to f- the, let, me, let me preface this okay. by saying this is the dumbest idea that I have ever had. <laughs> Okay, so we were pl- we were trying to figure out what we were going to do with this episode. Uh, we ended up doing the retrospective that you're listening to now. Um, but Ben was like, "Okay, here's an idea. Just just <laughs> throwing it out, <laughs> throwing it out there. Let's watch an episode of Frasier and act like it's an episode of Futurama, and then at the end be like, I don't know what they were going for. It's very interesting. Why did they stay in Seattle so long? Why why is Fry suddenly a psychologist on the radio? Was there a, t- a time skip that I'm not?" <laughs> that i'm not understanding um and yeah just pretending that the whole time it was a it was a the worst futurama episode of all time i Um, really i do think it it would have been really funny if not jarring as hell my my biggest worry is that it was too high concept (laughs) too high concept like 
you guys, April Fools was like a month ago. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah, it's our late um, April Fools episode. So yeah, I can sit here and be like, oh man, I, I plotted out this great Jurassic Bark episode. <laughs> um, I put all this stuff together. But on the other end of that spectrum, I'm like, Mike, let's watch a random episode of Frasier <laughs> in the middle of a season somewhere. Pretend it's an episode of <laughs> Futurama and then talk about it on our podcast. That will not lose us any <laughs> listeners. I, I just I just like the idea that we were throwing this around as an a, a feature length episode, not like a five minute like jokey episode. I was going to I was going to say, like, let's let's cut it back and maybe do like just a half hour of an episode, <laughs> a half hour of a Frasier episode. Yeah, half hour of us talking about Fraser, but it's we we we're Nibbler acting like we dog, thought it was yeah. Futurama, where Nibbler is or Eddie is Nibbler, and uh, I had I had a whole thing pl- plotted out. Okay, because <laughs> if you're gonna bring this up, I'm gonna go the whole distance. Then let's People go. People need to know. Let's go. So obviously, and plus, and, and now we've presented it to the listener, and the listener can decide if they actually want this, and then we can do it for our next season break boy i'm committing to this one apparently so hey only you put out a poll to the listeners and the listeners decide so obviously you decide will we do this dumb idea or not obviously fraser is going to be fry sure. main characters their names kind of sound the same fraser fraser <laughs> <laughs> okay now i want to do this i want to do this so badly Okay, wait, no. So we need. It we need sounds a, like I'm doing an accent. We Frasier. Need a, we need a logo for this. What's the Fraser logo with the city, the Seattle skyline, but it's Fry's haircut. <laughs> Fraser. <laughs> I mean, or you could do the Planet Express building. Uh, that works too if you want to stick to that sort of skyline thing. But I think I'm saying really lean into Fraser. Oh, just lean all the way in. <laughs> oh man. So, okay, so so <laughs> Fraser was gonna be Fry. Sure. And then I I was saying that um, their dad Marty mm-hmm. was gonna be Bender because he lives with Fraser. Okay. Uh, he, he's got a cane, which is like metal. So he's like as metal as, and I think he's got like a metal hip or something too. Well, there you go. Um, so he's basically a robot at that point. <laughs> yes, um, of course. Uh, Niles was going to be Zoidberg because the, <laughs> the juxtaposition of Niles being Zoidberg is the funniest thing to my brain. Sure. Um, and that's about as far as I got where I was like, hold on. Let's ask our friends if this is a good idea. <laughs> it was unanimous. It was unanimous that it was like, I want it to be funny, <laughs> but I'm not sure that it's funny. Yeah. That Although being, we didn't have a logo at the time. Yeah, we didn't have a logo and a name. We've we've got, see, we've got more details. And now Freischer. <laughs> it really sounds like we're saying it with an accent, but a bad accent. Uh-huh. Freischer is going to be a thing. <laughs> Hashtag Fraser. Oh my. Okay. Anyways, the whole point of that rant was that I'm surprised how many rants I go on about other TV shows. And it comes full circle. But yeah, Future Home was great. Um, obviously, we've got a couple of um, sort of low notes. We've g- we gave 
pretty bad grades to a couple of episodes. Yeah. Um, but I think in any television show, there's going to be there's going to be some stinkers. Yeah. There's the laws um, of averages, right? As long as we're as long as we're doing this, any low notes or regrets about this podcast about devoting an hour of your week every week? Well. I could joke and say I regret the podcast, but I don't. I actually, I honestly do not regret this podcast. As weird as it that may sound. Despite the fact that we just went on a five-minute tangent about Freiser. No, that, I, I will never regret what that is. Um, you, you know, I, I've, I've, I, I find it interesting that, you know, I've never done anything. I've, I've, I, so I've been I've performed before, but never like my intellectual performance. It was always, you know, do a play or sing or something like that. It's never like, here's a joke. Here's a comedy. Like, I I mean, with friends and family, I'm always kind of funny, but I never really tested it until, until doing this podcast and having to bounce back in with you and with guests and with Tema and Stacey and what have you. Um, I'm, I'm, I think it's, it's, uh, it's been a really good experience. Uh, so I don't really regret anything in the podcast per se. Um, I I also I stand by my grades. Like it, you know. If I, I certainly we can all disagree. If if you like an episode that I didn't, or if I liked an episode you didn't, that I don't really mind. I think that's you know, it's like like you said, it's all about sensibilities. So I don't I don't think I regret anything. I I love doing this podcast. It's really goofy and really weird and really silly um but you can say that again but i mean we so i mean last uh winter or i mean last november we went to podcon and we would never have done that if we didn't have this podcast we well we wouldn't we wouldn't have been so excited to go i think we still i would still it would have it would have been a different podcon experience for sure we would have primarily gone to live podcasts i think yes live podcast meet and greets signings things like that instead of going to the like you want to do a podcast you know you want to do a live podcast you want to do all these things which i thought was really interesting and you know at podcon we wouldn't have met some of the great podcast friends that we now have oh yeah no it was it was literally life-changing we spend a lot of a lot of time um chatting with uh, James and Aaron from Unabashedly Obsessed and mm-hmm. Elizabeth from Your Fave is Problematic. And like, we are, we are awesome, amazing friends because we met them there. Yeah. So like this podcast literally changed our lives, yeah, which is absolutely. phenomenal. Yeah. Um, so no, I wouldn't, I, I think it, I think the podcast has been positive. Although, you know, sometimes you have to fight through the, do we really got to record another episode this sure. week? God. That's me, but with editing, there are times sure. when I'm like, <laughs> We said what? I've got to edit down to what? We've you people may have noticed that our our time per episode has steadily increased uh from our there was a time when I was like our goal 30 minutes. Yeah, we threw that out the window. The second episode was 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> goal failed. Um and we just kind of went up from there. We just keep kind of yeah, but there have been a couple of episodes where it's like, okay, cool, it's an hour and 20 minutes. Um, I'm trying to keep it under an hour now. Um, but yeah, editing is occasionally a bit rough. Um, no, my my only... I mean, 
it's definitely a, a time sink for sure. There are other things I could be doing. Sure. But, you know, I, I agree that I don't really have any sort of uh, uh, regrets about this. Like the fact that people listen to us is is astonishing to me. Every time you guys tweet at us um, or, you know, send us uh, uh, things on Facebook or just whatever, it's it's always a blast to me. I'm in love with the fact that like people listen to me go on rants about bleep your dad says uh and also fraser or fraser if i say that enough it'll happen speaking of fraser there is a I, I know i send it to you so this is not news to you but there is somebody did a a tabletop rpg about making a <laughs> fraser episodes <laughs> yes but i really want to run that at some point that'd be fun I digress. But um, no, you know, this is this has been a very rewarding experience and I've been having a ton of fun, um, you know, meeting people and guesting on other podcasts and having guests and um, maybe starting up another podcast here soon. Yep. Yep. Front. We'll see how that goes. I'm I'm still not 100 percent sure that it'll ever be released, but it has a Twitter. It's got a Twitter, which at, is at any album. Follow it. I'm not revealing what that premise is yet, so you'll have to trust me on this one. But it's a good one. I, I signed up for the podcast it's less, and was rejected. It's less dumb than Fraser. I don't know. My episode, if if selected, would be. I'm still I'm still not decided on a, a couple of guests, so you're not on the running yet. Okay. I'm just assuming I'm rejected with my choice. But no, it's it's been great. Um I, I don't know that I really i'm my only i guess my only regret is that um i've met so many people with very interesting podcast premises where i'm like that's so much more clever than watching futurama (laughs) um but you know if it was if this wasn't about futurama we probably wouldn't have you as listeners so you know and i i I don't know if we get too mushy but well i mean let's get mushy i i also don't know if we would have stuck with it if we had to have a complex you know yeah. Every week we had to, had to do hours of research. Yeah, Elizabeth tells us how how much research goes into her uh, into your oh, famous yeah. problematic, and I'm like, cool, awesome. We barely get this one out in time <laughs> most weeks. So, and this is watching an episode and then making dumb jokes about it. Uh, but but we're also passionate about it. Like we're passionate about Futurama. We're we sit down and we decide to make dumb jokes at each other anyway. Might as well record it and put it to put it into a podcast. So. Yeah. Indeed. I don't, um, my only, I, I guess, I, now that we've talked about this, my only regret is that I didn't cure Bonitis. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was going to be that whole Fraser thing. No, no, I, that is not a regret. I am looking forward to that being completed. With all that said, any, what, last, last question? Um, any specific hopes for future episodes? Um, so for me like i just hope that i just hope i'm not remembering them as being dull and that being the reality i th- i just i don't remember them very well and i i want them to be i mean i know they're not going to be uh, like on balance the sa- as you've m- mentioned before you they're mixed bag at best so i'm just ho- i'm hoping that they're not as bad as i kind of remember them being because it was like oh this is brand new oh it kind of sucks yeah i think there was some disappointment in there where it's like um you know and because this happened to me too with um arrested development arrested development sure. came back it was a, a different sort of they were going for something different a lot of people kind of hated on it um i took some time to kind of digest my feelings on it 
um, went back and watched it again. And sure. every time I go back and rewatch the fourth season of Arrested Development, uh, I, I look at it a little bit more favorably than the last time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's sort of an extreme example because of just how different they sure. they told the story in the fourth season. But yeah, I'm I'm hopeful that sure. um you know it's you know that is going to be a little bit like oh you know I could just be I mean that's part of the reason I've only watched uh, some of these episodes one time is that as I'm doing a rewatch I'm like oh but I could be watching um, seasons three and four right now right so uh, I could be watching the dick joke episode. I'm kind of in that same boat. I'm I'm hoping that with a little bit of distance and again, sort of that more critical eye that that we've talked about. Yeah, I'm hoping that it's not uh, not as as out there as um, as I remember it being. Sure, but we will see. I'm also a little concerned that that critical eye that we we're talking about will make these episodes like even on faint criticality will fall apart and then they're like oh even worse than i remember them being i mean i do i do i do have on that note i do have some very specific thoughts on the very first couple of episodes when it comes back on the comedy central is that is when when we talk about the episodes are we talking about the movies or are we talking about the once Uh, it was specifically uh season six so comedy central so regeneration is that what it's called okay so Specifically, um, the the timing of humor feels off. Okay. Um, I think the biggest example of this is in the Da Vinci Code. Is I think the name of the episode. I I think I know what the episode is. Um, where it feels just very rushed. It's like you know, give me a moment to like take a breath before you just cram another joke in my face. Sure. It it so I I know that out of the gate there's going to be a couple of missteps, but beyond that I don't remember any specific complaints cuz that's only like episode 3, I think. Sure. Um and then I remember um I remember uh the one about Bender being defective where inspector number 5 Oh right, yes. uh screwed up and I remember that one actually being a really good episode. And that's only a couple of episodes later. So, right. you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I think that'll do it. Yeah, I don't think... Yeah, I think I'm pretty good. Actually, I do want to ask you a question. Okay. Are there any characters on rewatch that may not have stood out to you previously, but during the critical eye did? I would say that that Zoidberg has a lot of saving moments in a lot of episodes where you know there there's just sort of a lot going on and then zoidberg being there to just sort of act as as a deflection almost yeah keeps things playful or keeps things just feeling that that right amount of timing because his humor tends to be different than other humor in a lot of the show sure um so i think zoidberg has really uh Zoidberg as a as a foil sort of uh shines through I think a bit mm-hmm. more. Yes. Um I would agree with you there. I feel like even on the episodes that Zap is really important in, he's not a very important character. Mhm. So even though I was not a fan of him before, uh I feel like he's even more a little bit wasted space now. Yeah. Even if he still has some really good one-liners here and there. But like 
you know, he always felt like this, this, you know, a lot of, there are some episodes where the plot revolves around him and what he's doing. And even then it's like, oh, he's not actually, he, he, he didn't have quite that stature that I right. remembered him having. Um, I think those are the two big ones. Yeah. Uh, to me, I think, I think I've given you a lot of crap on the, ep- on the podcast about being such a big Bender fan with all the stuff that he does, but you know, I don't think like other than like petty theft, it's pretty, he, not, not, he, it's not nearly as crazy as like Roberto or what have you. He has his moments for sure. But, but I think I have a better, uh, better appreciation for that, you know, cause I was, you know, very anti team Bender, but now I'm, I'm. I'm all right. So, so basically, what you're saying is our we, teams have sort of <laughs> we've met in the middle, we've shaken hands. Yes, we're 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 uh, at truce. Um, I also i actually, I actually gained a lot of appreciation for Leela's character. I think uh, Leela's funnier than people give her credit for, and I think I will be joining hashtag Team Leela. All right. Um, as a you know a a probational member, I okay. I I, I haven't made it through the the probationary period yet. So. Well, uh, team. Team Leela, uh, tweet at Back to Futurama. Let us know what Mike has to do to um, mm-hmm. get in your good graces and be part of that good, good team. I imagine it's probably also the punishment that I have coming from Tema. <laughs> I imagine that once that happens, I'm probably part of whatever team I'd like to be. But yeah, so I think that'll do it. Yep. Um, so thanks for listening to this episode. I know we got a little bit meta about sort of ourselves on yeah, this a little, one. A little self-indulgent. I wasn't... I wasn't... <laughs> when... when I suggested that we do this as our uh, between seasons episode. Um, I wasn't expecting us to be talking quite so much about ourselves, but or about Freiser, to well, be honest. You know, time makes fools of us all. So, but you know, we hope you enjoyed. Anyways, um, we definitely want to know what you think. Like we said, you know, the the fact that you guys uh, tweet at us and and email us and all of that. You know, the fact that you guys love what we're doing and can love Futurama along with us is what keeps us going. Yeah, so, it, it gives us that energy to want to keep keep doing this for you guys. So thank you for that. You're like the alcohol that fuels our robotic power cells. Exactly. You're the ink that fills my sack. Nope. Whoa. Okay. Well, I mean, it started off good. Hey, everybody. This is Ben. And Mike. We're jumping into this episode that we recorded last week uh to let you know that we have a patreon now whoa we have a patreon that's awesome so if you've been thinking for a while that you want to find a way to support us well then good news everyone we have one now you did a professor one i sure did you can find that patreon at patreon.com slash back to futurama decided to make that it, it ties in with all the rest of yeah, our yeah, social like the stuff. twitter and the facebook yeah it's all good We've got a couple of different tiers that you can support us at, whether that's at the $1 neutral planet level, mm-hmm. which is just, you know, we'll give you a shout out on the podcast. Absolutely. The $3 scary door tier, you get access to a private discord server that we set up so you can chat with us or chat with other patrons. It'll be fun on a bun. We're also at the $3 level, just going to post the occasional random bonus stuff, whether it's, uh, you know, just... And occasional outtakes or, um, you know, a lot of times we have weird conversations before we record <laughs> and we'll, we'll probably put those up for uh, for the $3 patrons as well. We've got the $5 Ride the Walrus tier. And what that tier is going to be is that in addition to the, the Discord server, uh, we've actually set up a channel on that Discord server where um, at least once a month we're going to be live streaming our episode. 
So you get to hear it a little bit early. Um, you get to hear it just totally unedited. Just, you know, all the mistakes. There could possibly be some swearing in that, just so you know. Whoa. Right? Yeah, you'll get you'll get it uncut and unaltered. You can hear me make all the mistakes. Um, and if for those of you who can't make that recording or just don't want to sign up in, uh, to get into the Discord, we're also going to be posting those totally unaltered episodes on the Patreon page. So, you know, if, if you've got a busy schedule and don't know when you can get to it, uh, we're still going to hook you up. It's going to be totally unedited, just right out of my computer as soon as we're done recording. You can also join us at the shut up and take my money level, which is $10. Once a month, we will read a message provided from you to all of our listeners, whether that's just a, a shout out to somebody else who listens. So if you want to advertise your own podcast or other projects, uh, we'll do we'll be doing those once a month for anybody who's up at that level. From your keyboard to our mouths. And then we've got one one person who can get in at the Panucci's Pizza level, which is 1077. My pin number. <laughs> and that's 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 actually exactly the same as the $10 tier. It's just you get to be the one person who gets <laughs> the metaist of tiers. Absolutely. Uh, and regardless of the tiers or whatever, if you kick us over what a dollar or we we absolutely appreciate it we've been doing this podcast basically out of our own you know buying all the equipment and setting up with the hosting fees so anything that you can send to us to help make make that happen we 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 you're incredible we really appreciate it we we love you very much yeah absolutely um you know i mean this is something we would be doing regardless but um, you know, I know a lot of people like to support the creators that they really enjoy. So if that is something up your alley, even if it's just at the $1 level, every little bit helps. Absolutely. Um, along with that, we have our first round of patrons. Um, so shout out to James Wilcox. Uh, shout out to Matt McGuire. Uh, Amity Armstrong is also pledged. You may remember her from uh, one of the, uh, she was a guest on one of our episodes from the Latecomers podcast. We also have Aaron King, who is also a guest on one of our episodes from the Unabashedly Obsessed podcast. So if you want to be cool like them and uh, help support us on Patreon, again, you can do that at patreon.com slash back to Futurama. Thank you so much. If you want to get in contact with us, you can email us at backtothefuturamapodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at backtofuturama. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash backtofuturama. And we are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, so find us there, rate us, review us, subscribe, and send to your friends, and let's all just have a meta good time together. If there are things that we said that you regret, let us know! <laughs> or just inflate our egos even more and tell us what, you, what, what our best bit was. Um... <laughs> Or let us know what your favorite episode of Futurama is, or what or your of, or of the podcast. Who knows? Or what you're hoping for in uh, seasons five and beyond. So until next week, when we come back with um, season five, starting the uh, starting the movies with Bender's Big Score. I'm Ben, and I'm Mike. Goodbye, Goodbye from, from the world, world of tomorrow. tomorrow.